into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! The only one who could ever What's up, guys? You're watching the Imposter After Show on After Buzz TV. Tonight, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 3, Bird of Prey. I'm your host, Jennifer Golden, and with me is my lovely co-host. Thank you very much, Jennifer Golden. I am Lauren Leonelli. Amen, sister. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Buddy Pastor, out. This was hysterical, this episode. So good. So funny. We laughed a lot at you, Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum, you have found your character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I feel like he's going to start talking to everyone now in Sermon. But anyway, that's He might, as long as he drops the mic. Yeah. So... Favorite part of the episode. Absolutely. So as we've mentioned, we know Michael Rosenbaum. We're going to get him on here, I believe, next week. Yeah, next week he is slated to come on. So everyone tune in. Make sure you watch our interview with Michael Rosenbaum. I'm sure it'll be even more funny than a he hoot. is on the show. A hoot. And a holler. So speaking of hollering, Buddy gave his first sermon tonight. And it was not the usual sermon they're all used to in Latiner. It wasn't, uh, and he started out reading the the program word for word, like word for word. Like when somebody sees a script or something like that, and it says like intro or like exterior shot, yeah, and and it's like the things that aren't supposed to be actually read, but it's just something you as the reader know. Yeah, so he read he it read out like all that. of them. The best part was when he was like, "Okay, and now for the homily, who's going to read that?" Because everything else in the sermon had been covered by other people to that point, and right. he's like. I'm rolling sevens because he's just striking, you know, gold every single time. The Everything's good, just happening for him. The good thing about Buddy is is that he has a lot of people on his side because there is something really likable about Buddy. Yeah, and he and he's got Dora in his corner at this point in the show, and she's like, "That's when you give your sermon." So he knew he had to just go for it. Right. She's helping him out. I mean, and he, the great thing about it is that because he's new to the town and to this particular church, he's getting a lot of help because people think he's new. Totally. Not because he's new to the profession. Or completely and totally, like... An impastor. An impastor and not at all in the profession. Right. Exactly. So he's got, you know, being new to the town on his side. Yeah. And thankfully, he had a program that spells out everything he needs to do. Because he would have never known how to run that service. I mean, he probably could have Googled it and watched some things. But um, he did actually refer to that. Uh, he had the, the program, so he just kind of went word for word. But then when he had to improv the homily, he went back to the days when he used to get stoned and watch late night <laughs> TV with this pastor. and he, Reverend Keeler, the Nashville healer. And he clearly, Reverend, Reverend Keeler was uh, Southern because Michael adopted this really funny Southern accent and was like very boisterous and loud and southern and then finished the homily with dropping by dropping the mic so good and so we find out actually because dora comes to him earlier in the episode and says like i need you you know based on an email i sent you earlier before you came here to do something for me will will you do that yeah and he of course he just agrees because he's like what what 
and he figures out the day of the sermon that he needs to bless her bird, Scrunchy. Cute name. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand why. But anyway, he needs to bless Scrunchy, and so that's when he decides that's how he starts his sermon off. When he needs to improv, he's like, We have a sick animal in our presence today. A congregation member. <laughs> and, and he he says a little spiel for the bird. And I mean he ties it in really well. He does. To, you know, it, it was about believing. And if you believe, you can have whatever you want. So if you believe you are rich, you will be rich. Which yeah. by the way is be like the, the money. Is it's that like what he all said? the things. Yeah. Be, you are money. You are money. You are the Show me the money. money. He didn't say that. No. But he might as well have. It was so funny and really great. And yeah. the thing is, is like you do see that kind of sermon in church totally. from like TV church, but they're a Lutheran, so it's not right. It's never apparently, according to uh, Alden, Alden, it's never it's never really that boisterous and loud and fun. And 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 Buddy was like throwing up hand gestures, high fiving like, everyone, crazy, getting in people's faces with the mic. I mean, it was like I thought it was great, but apparently that's not how it's done in the Lutheran congregations. No, so. they're a little more quiet yeah a little more reserved and buddy was definitely not any of those things no but the the powers that be on the board of the church really were into it well because they're into him but they were like no we can't like vote buddy out we vote buddy in alden came back and said listen that was awful that was an abomination yeah and Obviously, Alexa and Russell are on the board and they're in love with him and they are never going to vote him out. So, or however that works. I don't know. What do you do? You vote him out like Survivor? I guess. Yeah, like on, yeah, you damn him to hell or something. They send him away. You get out of here. You get out of here, buddy. Yeah. But in this case, he's going to stay. He's going to stay because we, it's, there would be no show. No. And he really is so funny. So, because Alden's all upset about Buddy's performance, he decides, like, okay, I don't think you're the real deal. You're not right for this church. Yeah. We run by Lutheran terms. We're going to bring in, like, the big man the himself. The head honcho. The head honcho. Bishop Perkins. Bishop right? Perkins, yeah. who is, like, this old man who comes in and you think that he is going to, like, drop it like it's hot and, like, lay down the law. But he's actually pretty cool. But- yeah, and Buddy studies because he's, like, I'm up against, like, the bishop. Yeah. So... Of course, everything works in his favor. And while he's like, what do I need to do to prepare? And Dora comes in and says like, oh my God, we play trivia games. I heard you were like a winner of the Central Florida church trivia, pastor trivia, something or other, Bible trivia. And Buddy's like, oh gosh. And they're having a party. Right. And his welcoming party. His welcoming party. And also then this is where the bishop is going to be at the party. And so Buddy knows he needs to prepare this all at this point in time um, that is coming up like shortly. And he's like trying to read the Bible cover to cover. And he's like, this is never going to happen. So he does this little third grade game about Bible trivia. Bob's Bible something. And he feels like now he has to like spit out every little piece of Bible knowledge that he had. And he's doing it totally like in awkwardly. (laughs) Very awkward. Um, And and so we end up having a little meeting between Bishop Perkins and uh, Buddy. We have a come to Jesus, if you will. And uh, it went in Buddy's favor, thank God. Yeah, the bishop was actually on his side and was like, listen, if you want to stay in this congregation, you want to keep your job, you need to buddy up to Alden because he's the the guy. Yeah, he didn't say anything like, you need to know what you're talking about, you need to do this in the sermon. All he said was, be friends with Alden. Yeah. And then he said, and stop 
spitting out all of your Bible knowledge is totally annoying. He's like, enough with the Christian talk. We get it. You know, you read the Bible. Yeah. So now he feels a little off the hook. Like, okay, I don't have to keep doing that. And And they they also had a drink together. They did have a drink together. Earlier in the party, when asked if Buddy wanted a drink, he, of course, was ready to have a drink. And both the bishop and Alden were like, no, we don't drink. And so he was like, I thought it was a water martini. Alexa. How could you give that to us? Water martini. Why would you do? Why? I don't know. That was really funny, though. Um, Good cover of vodka and water. It's clear. But there's a little rumor going around this party because the episode opened. Yes. With a very specific incident. (laughs) Buddy gets a hooker. And he has to because nobody can know that he is straight. He has to keep up this gay facade. So he can't obviously have relations with anybody in right. a town. But I he feel has to like pay this, someone I for their like, silence. Yeah, I feel like Buddy has had hookers before, though. Yeah, well, yeah. This can't be his first rodeo. I don't think. I think that seemed all way too, like, way too cool. The fact like he is was, he also knew to get a hooker. So. Yeah, I, I think he's I done that. It wouldn't occur to I me I think to it made hooker. sense for him, obviously, hush-hush-wise, but yeah. I think his character is kind of a bad boy, and he's getting got a hooker, and Dora walks in on him and the hooker, and of course you can't see the hooker because she's under the covers doing something. I don't know what she could be doing under what the covers. What could she be doing? So weird. We don't know those things. I don't. Anyway, and so of course we can lie and say that it was a man. Right, because she never saw him, and she actually assumed, because everything works out in Buddy's favor, that it there was, was a man. man. And, and then, then even took it further and said, is it Steve the mailman? Because I've always had feelings about him, and Buddy just went with it. So He now, goes with everything, which is great. He's like the ultimate improviser. He yes-ands everything. He yes and He's an improvisational genius. Ooh. And yes. he is totally goes with the flow, yo. Totally. Totally goes he, with the flow. He and Michael Rosenbaum actually does not go with the flow, though. No, no. Actual no. Michael Rosenbaum no. does not go with the flow. So this is like taking a, and that's not a bad thing. Michael Rosenbaum just likes to plan things, and he like makes things, and they go in a certain way, and then everyone goes in those. It's quite orders. organized. He's like the great. ultimate party planner. He's a good party planner, but he definitely doesn't just go with the flow. Like if something has to happen, like it needs to happen, and everyone needs to get on board and do it that way. When Michael says. He's like a pastor almost in that way. Yeah, he is. He kind of like preaches to the choir and stands on his pulpit and tells you what to do. Hey. And everyone listens like his little minions. Maybe he'll give us a sermon when he's here. He should. Ooh. Ooh. Like an improvised sermon. Let's like kind of like that. give a sermon, but with a weird subject. Ooh, yes. Like a sermon about Gatorade or something. You guys, if I you're watching and listening, yeah. you should tweet at us topics you think that Michael Rosenbaum should give sermonize s- about homilyization. There's a word for that, and I'm Jewish, and I don't know it. I preach about, hello, pre- preacher ma'am. Whatever. He, he just, he it. needs to do that. That, oh, that, this is going to be good. And this we're going to do fun. like a drinking, we'll make a drinking game. Oh, out yeah. Of it with a I'm sure water there's Jesus martini. juice or something. Or water martini. Or that. We'll have water or martinis that. because of this episode. But the, uh, the, the, this, the rumor going around this party is back to that whole incident that the episode opened up with where Buddy gets the hooker. So Dora just kind of like tells Alexa, like, just don't give yeah. Steve the mailman alcohol because we don't want him getting, so- she said soused. I thought yeah. it was sauced. Oh, well, I think she just said that. I don't I, know. Well, she says a lot of things, so it's kind of funny. But um, so she says, just we can't because I'll, just between me and you, and I, you didn't hear it from me, but I found them doing oral relations. With their mouths, she yeah. said. With their mouths. And, uh, of course, 
you know, Alexa can't keep it to herself because she's having this debate with Russell the whole time about their gaydar, whose gaydar is off. And Alexa swears he's not gay and Russell swears he is gay. So she's like, I have to tell you, actually, Dora saw them, saw a buddy in the mailman. And so it's kind of confirming what Russell thought all right. along. And Which then Russell was really proud that, you know, Buddy had said that he's he was very sexy when he showed up in that whole like leather get up whip and chain thing leash the collar collar dog thing walking outfit something it was anyway yeah so he was this is like confirming his beliefs beliefs and like making his dreams come true yeah and so then they're talking about it and these other people overhear it at the party and then it gets to the wife of steve the mailman oh yeah i mean this is like a game of telephone it happened Real fast. Like that. Lickety split. And she starts yelling at Steve the mailman amidst the party. And obviously that causes the the catastrophe and, and why Buddy has to talk to the bishop because the bishop's right. like, ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Gotta simmer this guy. Simmer. He wasn't and even all that upset about the relations that no. he thinks he had. Yeah, that kind of just got dropped. Yeah, which... I mean, that was kind of cool. This bishop's kind of a cool yeah, dude. Yeah, the bishop, actually, I like that they made the bishop, like, a cool guy that was just like, listen, dude, let's yeah. have a drink. Just be friends with Alden and stop spitting out all of your Bible jargon because it's, like, annoying. And I liked when um, Alden said, uh, he said, he didn't say jargon, but he said something. Oh, gosh, I can't remember the line. It just reminded me. He said, you're... Um, he was talking about the sermon and how he didn't like it. And he called him... The jive. The jive, yeah. Yes. Talking the jive. That's what it was. <laughs> that was so funny. It was such like an old term. Yeah, and he said, he made himself sound super awkward when he said it. He was like, all of that jive talking. It was like all stiff and he was very white when he said it. Oh, poor Alden. Well, he's also been in this town for like a hundred years. So yeah, he might also be a hundred years old. Right. And so I think that he is, you know, that cookie cutter guy. He, yeah, he represents old times and so he's going to speak old tiny whereas everyone else in the congregation wants to like embrace this change yeah. and embrace all of what's going and, on. And Buddy represents youth and progressiveness and it's like just really shaking the whole church up. It's yeah. making Alden nervous. But so Alden ends up meeting with Buddy. Yeah, Buddy goes to his house and there's the organ doorbell, of course, oh, because yeah, of he's course. so religious that he's got an organ door doorbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Buddy's there to make nice and play nice in the sandbox. Yeah, because he's like, I gotta be this guy's friend. Right. Um, and he, it starts to come out that you know, what really bothered Alden about the sermon was you you were talking about this bird. Pets are not part of church. People are a church, not pets. You don't we bring pray for people, not pray pet. for pets. Yeah. And um, we find out, though, that it all stems from him being upset because his dog died a year ago. And Pastor Willis, who was before Buddy, wouldn't refuse to say a little prayer and a blessing for the dog in the sermon and the dog died and he's just been holding on to this horrible sadness that the dog died and he hasn't had closure he and so buddy he steps in and it's the perfect moment for him to roll another seven and he's like this guy can't lose i need to get in there and this this guy's hurting and i'm gonna like i'm gonna get that soft spot and i'm gonna get in there so he decides to say that he's going to find something of the dogs there's a dog bed still um with like a toy on it and he's gonna find something of the dogs that we could touch and bless so he reaches down and pulls out a pubic hair to give it to Alden as, like, the thing they're going to bless because it was a piece of schnitzel. Because it was supposed to be a dog hair. And, of course, Alden takes schnitzel's dog hair and 
rubs it all over his face. Oh, they had a moment with Buddy's penile hair. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it was he was he was in the moment. He needed to find some sort of a hair, and he always quick thinking. He always. went for it, and it did the job. Yeah, and uh, they prayed over it. Alden felt good about it. I think they're bonding, and now they're maybe a little more friendly. Yeah, and then Buddy leaves, smokes pot, yeah. and goes on his merry way. Yeah, goes on his merry way. Um, I don't know. I, I definitely, like I said before, I feel like my favorite part of the episode was when Buddy dropped the mic. The sermon was really good. I've been like waiting. You dropped the mic. you got to tell the people. I had to have a, There's a thing, you guys, okay? There's a thing with me and karaoke. Yeah, there, it's, it's a thing. It's real, real fun. And sometimes I like to throw down a rap. And especially if that rap is by Kanye West, it's like you can't end your performance without dropping the mic. It doesn't happen every time. It only happened once. But I just felt like the show was over. Like nobody else needed to sing karaoke. It was just me and Kanye. And you I, had your moment with Kanye. You were like embracing the, the powerful moment. I did. I And I, I finished slaying it. And I just... Drop the mic. And it totally wasn't meant to be mean, but I got in big trouble. Yeah, I think it's more of like a, like, it's a a, a metaphor, dropping the mic. I don't dropping, know that people are really supposed to drop it. No, people it, do right? drop it. But the only thing is, yeah, people actually do it. It's supposed to, like, symbolize you saying. Sorry, I dropped the mic. Oh, oh. hey, Steven. I was like, what is that? Um, it's supposed <laughs> to symbolize, like, show's over. No one else needs to, like, I just did my thing and, like. Like Nobody else needs the mic. Like, drop the mic. Done. Show's over. Bye, Felicia. Bye. But I got in trouble because microphones are expensive and it wasn't mine and I dropped it. And They I don't bounce back up once you drop it. They nope. actually just slam it just, down like, the metal bam. on. Bam. Yeah. And so anyway, I've, of course, had felt this connection to Buddy when he dropped the mic. I felt like we had a thing, like a, a connectivity. You did. And, and we're going to test all of this connectivity next week. Yeah, we will. We will. Um... So I feel like we covered everything in this episode. I think we did. I I I really um I really loved watching the rumor get spread too. Yeah. That was fun. How it like kind of like bounced through the party. I also like that Buddy was. You're seeing him try to navigate through all these things, but you're still seeing as this pastor. But you're seeing pieces of him like at the party when he like opened the cabinet and swigged some alcohol or Love. smoking pot or being with the hooker. It kind of it, it keeps you on edge because you're always wondering, is he ever going to get caught? But then he gets in the situation. He always gets his way out of it somehow. If he always just got his way out of it and that was it, though, we wouldn't be invested. Right. So it's nice that they throw these other little things in to make you nervous. Like, oh, he almost got caught by Dora drinking or, oh, my gosh, the hooker. And right. it's all. Yeah. And it's fun that he actually, Buddy, the character, narrates the show because you feel yes. like you're in on it with him like we know a secret we're rooting for him because like he's telling us these things and we are you know part of his story so uh one two three say your favorite character buddy Buddy. okay great that was easy i was so not biased either i really just love him Uh, yeah it's not because we know him but it's because like that character is just so unique and And so funny and likable likable quirky and a little mischievous and kind of a bad boy like we also forgive him that he's doing something completely wrong who doesn't like a bad boy every now and then yeah we all do we've all had you're lying if you don't yeah don't lie don't lie because this is a religious show we're confessing right now all (laughs) of our inner 
demons and, and desires. <laughs> exactly. Which is, we, okay. Now you know a lot about us. Yay. Yay. All right. So I think we should talk about some predictions. Yeah, Your After Buzz oh. TV predictions. That's new, Steven. Wow. That was impressive sound making. Mic drop. Oh my god, I Steven wasn't wins. expecting that. You just got me on that one. That was just very concise, and now we just drew it out even longer. Yeah. Uh, predictions. Okay. I predict that, um, it looks like from the previews that Alexa is trying to get in on some stuff with Alden. And I think we're gonna have a little, like, um, I don't know why she's flirting with him, but maybe, oh, I, I'm no, gonna say why. That wasn't. That was the hooker. Oh, was the hooker? That was the hooker. Why did I think I, I saw Alexa? Blonde. You saw Blonde. Uh, I, blo- I, I think I looked up as she was walking yeah. out. Um, but I think that... Uh, so obviously there's going to be a, some sort of a relation or a temptation there. Then he might... What's going to happen is he's going to get... His status will be a little dethroned. Like, Buddy will be more in charge or more trusted because something's going to happen with Alden. Yeah, I think everyone's going to get knocked off their high and mighty shelves that they're all sitting on. Like, I think with Alexa, we find out she is in the witness protection program or something because that guy at the end of the preview comes out and he's like, I found you. Right. So she's not even Alexa. Let's just call her some mysterious woman. I think that she moved to Ladner because that was a safe little hokey mm-hmm. town mm-hmm. of Jesus lovers. And she's like obviously safe there because she's just part of this church congregation. Good and call. I didn't even think about that. And so I think we're going to find out there's more to that story. I hope we do. And we're obviously going to find out about Alden, like what you said. Like yeah. some temptation happening with uh, the hooker. And it's going to be. Played by Lindsay Court. Hopefully we don't, nothing else spills out about Buddy's no. incident with her. I think they have to keep those things confidential, like a doctor patient relationship. Well, I wonder maybe if Alden starts questioning why there is a hooker. I think he might like the hooker and use the hooker's services, maybe. Because the wife says something like, oh no. Again? I don't know. Something's going to happen where I think Alden's going to use the hooker and then be like, wait, why is there a hooker in this town? Who summoned the hooker? But then I think he's going to get in trouble, but he can't reveal the secret of the he hooker can't being there. good call. Because then he he'll get was with the hooker. Oh, it's guys, just so, it's getting so, so juicy. tangled and juicy. And you guys, it's speaking of juicy, next week we are having Michael Rosen yes. in. Please Stay tune in tuned. and watch because you're going to want to see this interview. You it's going to be fantastic. And Where also, can everyone find you? I am Lauren Leonelli. You can find me on Lauren, Le- Lauren Leonelli at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and my website. And I'm Jennifer Golden. You can find me at Jennifer Golden on everything and my website's JenniferGolden.com. And please join us next week for an all-new Impastor After Show with our special guest, Michael Rosenbaum. Yay! Yay! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 